Your health is an investment, not an expense. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Earth Body, the podcast where spirituality, wellness, and environmentalism meet because they are all so deeply connected. I am very excited to be sharing with you today. I am going to be talking on this podcast about redefining fitness and what that's meant for me and what it can potentially mean for you. But before I jump into that, I would like to offer all Earth Body listeners a complimentary health coaching coaching consultation with yours truly, me. Um, this entails us sitting down for about 45 minutes to an hour and discussing what your deepest health and wellness goals are. This can be losing weight, but this can also be looking at why you want to lose weight. This can be eating healthier, and it can also be listening to your body and what it needs. So it really can range across quite a spectrum of things. It could be even getting more sleep, having better energy, whatever that means for you. And we sit down either on the phone or in person and we talk about this and we see if we can work together, if I can help you be accountable, if I can help to motivate you, if I can help to guide you and bring you to the next level of your health and wellness. So again, offering all Earth Body listeners this great opportunity and I will put ways to contact me in the notes and I look forward to hearing from you. So fitness, something that has been a big part of my life over the past few years and something that I also have resisted for a very long time. For many people, fitness kind of goes one way or the other, I've noticed. You're either super into it, training hard, you know, five to six days a week, sometimes even seven for people, or you're really not doing anything at all. And I've noticed this in clients, in myself, and just in people on social media that it's a way of life or it's not. You either are committed to having a regular fitness routine or you're not. And I think that those extremes really deter people because a lot of people, one, don't have time to commit their entire lives to fitness. And two, the way that fitness is portrayed, a lot of people don't enjoy moving their body in those ways. So today I want to talk about my own fitness journey and how you can adapt your physical movement to the ways that you like and the ways that you enjoy so that Working out or just getting your heart rate up, sweating does not feel like a chore. In essence, fitness in any respect is necessary for a healthy, happy life. Now, fitness can mean running, it can mean dancing, it can mean boxing, it can mean weightlifting, it can mean so many different things. I could list all the sports out there, I could list all of the ways of movement out there, But in reality, what we have to determine for ourselves is what we enjoy. How many times have you gone to the gym and absolutely resented it? You hated it. You hated getting your stuff together to go. You hated driving there or walking there. You hated being there. You know, you didn't get a lot out of it because you were just counting down the moments until the workout was over or until the treadmill hit a certain number. This is not a good way to treat ourselves and our bodies. When we're putting ourselves in situations that we genuinely don't enjoy, it can cause a lot of disconnect in our minds. It's similar to eating foods that 
aren't great for us or foods that we don't like? Why would you why would you eat something that you don't enjoy? It's that simple. So we need to work with our bodies rather than against them. So many people think that, you know, really intense cardio is the only way to lose weight or to slim down. Not true. It can be a very helpful way, but there are so many different ways to get cardiovascular exercise. You can run, you can take a spin class, you can jump rope, you can do jumping jacks, you can do all these different things. And yet we put ourselves into this narrow view because so many of people, especially in my generation, are basing their knowledge of fitness and how they want their bodies to look off social media. And this can be a very limited perspective. Granted, there are a wide variety of people sharing many different ways, but depending on your scope and who you follow and what your ideal body or weight looks like, you may be focusing in one direction or the other. So looking at my own fitness journey for a very long time, I'll be very candid, for most of my childhood, I was not super into sports. I was more of a theater kid. Um, so dancing was was kind of the epitome of my exercise growing up. And as I moved into high school, I started belly dancing, which was an amazing outlet for me. I loved it. It made me feel sexy. It made me feel like a woman. It definitely gave me a workout. And I genuinely enjoyed moving in that way. That was at that time, kind of the only way I was moving my body. So I really did notice a difference when I was or when I wasn't because I wasn't getting that endorphin rush. I wasn't feeling that detoxification that we feel when we sweat if I wasn't dancing. So that was really the epitome. I I considered myself a, a lazy person for a lot of my life because I wasn't like, yeah, let's go on a run. Or it, I, it was very difficult for me to find motivation to go to the gym because I just, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't have a lot of knowledge around it and I didn't really enjoy it. And that's what it came down to for me. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. And I know that not everything we have to do in our lives is going to be fun, but I realized this and it definitely created a lot of resistance for me. And I know that I am not alone with that. A lot of people don't like going to the gym, one, because they have no idea what to do with the machines, how many reps, how many sets, how much weight, how to do it safely, how to warm up. Also, a lot of people, including myself at times, have been self-conscious. People think that going to the gym is for people who are already fit. That is a load of bullshit because you're not going to get fit if you're not moving your body. So you have to start somewhere. If that means starting at home and going there when you're more comfortable, fine. That's great. But understand that it is not exclusively for people who work out, you know, like I was saying before, six to seven times a week. It can be for someone who just wants to hop on the treadmill for 15 minutes. It can be for someone who wants to lift weights for a half an hour. It really is a place that we can express ourselves in different ways physically. That being said, I know that gym environments can be difficult, um, especially for women. I can say for myself, sometimes I definitely did not enjoy going to the gym because I would get looked at or gawked at or have guys coming up to me and, you know, showing me different things when I did not ask. 
So I get that, especially for women, how it can be a little unnerving and a little um, not so fun (laughs) to go to the gym. So I get that. I really do. And so when I started going to the gym regularly, it was really to get stronger. So at the time, so fast forward, um, in college, I started doing a lot of workout videos. I was living in a warm climate, so I was really outside a lot more. And I ended up living with these wonderful women who were very active and surrounding yourself with active people also is super helpful if you are trying to reach health and fitness goals, or if you just want to be a more active person. Surrounding yourself with people who just want to sit on the couch all day is going to be difficult for you to get out there too. So I was living with some amazing women and we would do workout videos all the time. We would do dance workouts. We would go for runs. We would go swimming. And that really started to help me realize that I wanted to have a strong body. This is really when the paradigm started shifted for me that Okay, first of all, I was never going to be a size zero, nor did I really want to be, but I was always going to be a bigger person and that I could let go of that reality of being this stick figure model that had just been ingrained in me since I was little. And I was doing these videos and I was becoming stronger and just feeling so much better in my body. I could feel my muscles. I could see them. And it was incredibly empowering. I know many women are afraid of having toned muscles or big muscles. And that's not going to happen unless you're eating a ridiculous amount of protein and you're working out a lot. And so we have to remember that one, muscles are sexy. And two, that to get the physique of a bodybuilder is a whole lot of effort, a whole lot of concentration and dedication, and a lot of what many average people, including myself, don't have the time or the energy to commit to. So if you lift weights once, you're not going to look like a jacked bodybuilder. Don't worry about it. What it will actually do is to help you slim down and become more toned because hopefully you know, and if you don't, muscle burns more energy or burns more fat than fat itself. So when we have more muscle, we have a higher metabolism because Our muscles need more energy to keep going. So continuing on a little bit in my life, I, after college, I was relatively inactive for a little while, definitely put on weight, was drinking a lot towards the end of college and started to get more into cardio. I started to run more. And I was that person in high school who absolutely dreaded the mile, the federal, whatever it was, the the test that everyone had to take um, to see if they were physically fit enough, I would never, ever want to run. I My face would turn bright red. I would be so embarrassed. I couldn't keep up with people. And it was just not a good time. So I never thought I would ever be a runner. Lo and behold, quite a few years later, I ran a 17-mile race. But So I started running and I I realized there was power in this. There was excitement. There was a different feeling that it gave my body. And I started to really enjoy it. I enjoyed the feeling that I had before, during, after. I enjoyed the process. And that is a good sign, if this has happened for you, to notice that 
this is something that works for you. This is something that you enjoyed. This is something that I genuinely enjoyed that I was excited to get my shoes on and get out there to go and run. Fast forward even a little bit more, when I was living in Knoxville, Tennessee, I received a gift in a way, long story with that one, Um, but I started CrossFit. And this was a huge shift in my own fitness journey. And simultaneously, while I was doing CrossFit, I was also rock climbing. So I was doing a lot of strength building and a lot of cardio. Both things involve a lot of cardiovascular strength and endurance. And both of these things, CrossFit and rock climbing, were really exciting for me, just like running, because I didn't have to rely on anyone else. No one else had to rely on me. I was my own team, and that is what I was responsible for and held accountable for. And I think this is really important for people, especially if people have done sports and been on teams, is that when we when we take responsibility for ourselves, it becomes a very powerful experience because we're not doing it for anyone else. We're not responsible for anyone else, but we are, again, like I said, our own team. So those things really opened my world up to realizing, again, that I was very strong and that I had the capability to be very strong. So I continued to pursue this. Over time, situations, life situations changed. I fell out of rock climbing and CrossFit more than I would have liked to, but life happens. And definitely found running more and got more into weightlifting and to spin. So I've experimented with a lot of different kinds of fitness and exercise and movement. Um, Dance is easily my favorite, and I can honestly say that I do not do it enough. (laughs) So many people like to dance, but very frequently we only have the opportunity when we go out with friends or if we take a class. So creating that mindset around movement and fitness can be very important because so many people think that, you know, if I'm going to get healthy, I have to go to the gym for an hour and bust my ass and be on the treadmill for however long and get on these machines. And that doesn't have to be how it is. It can be if you enjoy that, if that setting is good for you. But continuing to come back to the point that you have to figure out what works for you. Just like food, fitness is something that you have to communicate with your body about. It is so important to listen to your body's needs in this process when you're trying things out after the fact. How does your body feel? Do you want to do it again? Are you excited? Are you happy? Do you feel good? Or do you feel resentful or regretful? Are you in pain? So really take all of these things into account when you're looking at fitness because it doesn't have to be, you know, pumping barbells and getting on a pull-up machine or even getting on a spin bike. It can be whatever works for you. And a good way to figure out what works for you if you're having difficulty is to think about what you enjoyed doing as a child. Other than eating, other than watching TV, but What aspect of movement did you enjoy? Did you enjoy playing soccer? Did you enjoy, again, dancing? Did you enjoy taking walks? 
Did you enjoy stretching? What was it that you genuinely enjoyed as a child that you could employ at this point in your life to make fitness fun? It has the potential to be fun. I promise. If you if you make it the way that your body needs it, the way that your mind needs it, you open yourself up to all of these different opportunities that will help get you into shape, into whatever shape you want to be in, help you maintain weight, help you lose weight, help you gain weight. Whatever your goal is, you have to be in communication with your body or else you have the potential to be making yourself suffer for no reason at all other than the idea that you think that you have to move a certain way to look a certain way. So I hope this has kind of redefined fitness for you. I really want to encourage you to look at your own fitness habits, to analyze them, how you feel before, during, and after, and to see, is this really what makes me feel good? Is this really what I want to do? Is this really what makes my body feel the way that I want it to feel? I think this is a great time to do this, especially because many people start the year off with fitness goals and joining gyms and starting weight loss programs and all that good stuff or not so good stuff. I think that a lot of it is bullshit because people are promising, you know, change this much in six weeks and whatever. And back to a point that I wanted to touch on before is that it has to be sustainable, So something that I realized when I was two years ago, when I was training for my 17 mile race, I was running five, at least five miles every other day. And on the weekends running anywhere from nine to 13 miles, I was in what I thought was quote unquote, the best shape of my life while I was training and before the race, I was the lightest I had ever been. I was very toned, relatively muscular. Um, I had lost a lot of weight. I had lost a lot of my boobs. (laughs) I had lost inches everywhere, essentially. And I thought that this was, you know, I thought that I would have this body forever. Two years later, I do not have that body. And that is okay. Because I know that the way I was training is not sustainable for me. I don't race enough and I, I don't need to have that physique all the time. It took a while for me to come to that realization because I thought that this was the ideal body. It was the tiniest me. And I know that that's not true. So doing things that are sustainable, if you can dance every day, turn on a song, rock out for a little while, that can be sustainable. If you can promise yourself that you're going to take a walk every other day, that can be sustainable. If you can promise yourself that you're going to get to the gym and lift weights, you know, three, four times a week, that can be sustainable. But when we hold ourselves to these crazy standards and routines, we burn out. Prior to this episode, I was looking for different quotes about fitness, how I would, how I would open this podcast. And so much of the quotes were all this fitness inspiration and they don't really align with me that much because being my my business, my coaching business being gentle health journey, a lot of fitness regimens and a lot of 
trainers and quotes out there about fitness are not gentle. They're not sustainable. They want you to push yourself. And again, pushing yourself is okay. It's great when you can challenge yourself and when you can push your limits. Fan-freaking-tastic. I'm happy for you. I've done it too and it feels so good. I've beat my PRs. I've lifted more than I ever thought imaginable. And at the same time, that doesn't have to be an everyday thing unless you know, that feels right for you, unless those are your goals to do that, fine. But make sure you listen to your body along the way. Pushing yourself to the point where you injure yourself and you're out of commission for months is not worth it. So what I want, now you just heard my dog sneezing. So what I want you to take away from this is to listen to that beautiful temple of a body that your soul is residing in. Listen to what it needs. Listen to what it wants. Listen to the amount of movement that it needs at the moment or when you're thinking about planning a schedule. Really take that into consideration. Honor that and respect that. I thank you all so much for joining me today as I have kind of redefined fitness and shared my own journey It's been crazy. I love it. I will continue to figure out and find sustainable practices for myself, and I hope you do too. If you're interested in tweaking or altering or looking at your own fitness routine and how you can help yourself, I would love to chat. Again, for Earth Body listeners, I am offering a complimentary one-on-one consultation where we'll sit down for about 45 minutes and talk about your deepest health and wellness goals and how we could potentially work together. I would love to work with you. I have a couple spaces left in my private practice and I'm also starting my second round of Food Ease, my online coaching program where you learn how to have a healthy, sustainable, loving relationship with food in your body. I would love to talk to you more about this, so please feel free to contact me on my website at mayacarlcoach.com, on my email at maya.h.carl at gmail.com, or on Instagram, you can find me at gentle underscore health underscore journey. I really look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening, I would greatly appreciate if you follow the podcast, share it, like it, comment on it, and if anyone you know who might need to hear it, please pass it along. Have a great rest of your day, week, month, year, life.